This is the Data Center Frontier Show, where we tell the story of the data center industry and its future. Our show is hosted by Rich Miller, the editor of Data Center Frontier. This podcast is brought to you by T5 Data Centers. And now here's Rich with our show. Everybody likes to talk about the cloud, but in reality, there is no cloud. Everything lives in data centers. The real internet isn't just clouds and vapor. It consists of metal and cable and bricks and mortar. That includes all the servers and storage units to house your data and the network hardware to deliver it across the global network. That's the world we focus on here at the Data Center Frontier Show. I'm Rich Miller, the founder and editor of Data Center Frontier, and I'm pleased to welcome you to the second episode of our podcast. Our topic today is the place where the cloud meets the earth, creating a physical manifestation of the digital world. When I want to see the internet, I take a drive through a town in Northern Virginia called Ashburn, which has become the world's largest concentration of digital infrastructure. As you drive along the major roads in Ashburn, you see huge data center buildings that are really the place where the cloud lives. These buildings house tens of thousands of servers and are tied together by network cables that move data at the speed of light. The ability to drive through the internet is one of the reasons that Ashburn has become known as Data Center Alley. Northern Virginia is home to the largest concentration of data centers in the world, with more than 5 million square feet of data center space and lots more on the way. Ashburn is located in Loudoun County, about 30 miles west of uh, Washington, D.C., which is home to more than 100 data centers. There's about another 40 data centers or so in Prince William County and more in Fairfax as well. The electric utility serving the region, uh, Dominion Virginia Power, says that the Internet industry in northern Virginia is now using more than one gigawatt of power. Now, to put that in perspective, One gigawatt is a thousand million watts of electricity. Data Center Alley is one of the first places where residents can see the internet, but it won't be the last. That's why I believe it's important to talk about data center clusters like we see in Northern Virginia. There's a digital transformation sweeping our society and our economy. As it proceeds, we will see more data centers in more places. It's important to understand data center clusters, not just for their role in how they shape the internet, but for the role they play in shaping the communities where these clusters are located. Loudoun County in particular provides a unique case study of the benefits data centers can provide for a local economy. It also has seen a debate about the design and visual appeal of data center buildings which it turns out is a topic on which people have some strong opinions. For those of us in the data center industry, Northern Virginia is a key place to watch to understand industry trends. Data Center Alley has been the focus of frenzied development and competition. In many ways, it's the home of the cloud, hosting a huge chunk of the infrastructure for Amazon Web Services, Uh, as well as cloud regions for Google, Microsoft, and Oracle. The appetite for cloud capacity led to a spectacular burst of activity in 2018, when data center operators in Northern Virginia leased 270 megawatts 
of data center capacity. To put that in perspective, that's more than twice the previous record for annual absorption. Uh, data from uh, Jones Lang LaSalle indicated that the region accounted for 55% of all data center leasing nationally in the United States. It's important to understand that 2018 was an outlier in almost every metric. So it's not surprising that activity has slowed in Northern Virginia in the first half of 2019, on a year-to-year -year basis anyway. For the first time in years, data center developers aren't racing to keep pace with customers' insatiable appetite for cloud computing capacity. So uh, what's the latest on Northern Virginia? To find out, uh, we've just published a, a major overview of the Northern Virginia market here at Data Center Frontier. Uh, I had input from six industry CEOs doing business in the region, uh, as well as data from three different research reports, because we wanted to kind of be thorough uh, in trying to understand the trends there. We'll have a link to this story in our show notes, which can always be found at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast. But I wanted to take a moment and kind of give you an overview of our take on what the mid-year outlook is in Northern Virginia. The first point is that context is really important. At approximately 86 megawatts, the first half absorption for 2019 is roughly half of that that was seen in the first half of 18. But that 86 megawatts is also more absorption that has ever been seen in any data center market on the face of the earth, except for Northern Virginia in 2018. There's no question that hyperscale operators are taking a little bit of a break in their leasing to digest uh, their 2018 capacity. As they do, landlords are assessing strategies for processing and dealing with more rational and consistent levels of demand, at least for the moment, until the, the next crazy outburst. Right now, industry executives remain bullish on the region over the long term. But they say that the slowdown, even if it is short-lived, will have an impact on market dynamics. This shows up in several different trends. First, there's been a shift in the balance of data center supply and demand with press, uh, less uh, pre-leasing of data center space. In recent years, uh, about 50% of new inventory in Northern Virginia has been pre-leased. Uh, effectively, it's been sold before they've even completed construction. This creates the possibility of pricing pressure as providers may opt to offer discounts to attract tenants. Now, this could be good for customers who typically have multiple options in a competitive market like Northern Virginia. It's a little more challenging for service providers and data center developers. And so they're taking a look at how much supply they're bringing online. And timing is becoming more important. Some new construction projects in Northern Virginia are either being reevaluated or delayed slightly as developers seek to conserve capital so that they can be ready when we see the next burst of hyperscale demand. Analysts say that there are signs that leasing will pick up in the second half of the year and particularly in early 2020. Vacancy rates remain among the lowest in the industry at about three to 4%. And we continue to see record valuations for land in data center alley. The price of land is above a million dollars for vacant land in Ashburn. And if you're buying a, a, a property that already has a building on it, uh, which a number of companies are now doing so that they can have a runway for future growth, the, the price for that can be over $2 million an acre. 
The Weijin is also experiencing a surge in what's known as land banking, as developers buy up property to secure space for still more growth in the region in the future. This is what part of what I refer to as FOMO, the fear of missing out. Northern Virginia will be crucial to the aspirations of cloud computing providers for many years to come, and no one wants to run out of data center capacity to support these cloud providers. Which raises an interesting question. How did Ashburn, Virginia become the essential location for internet infrastructure? We'll dig into this after a short break. We'll be right back. I wanted to take a moment to give a special shout out to T5 Data Centers, which is sponsoring today's episode of the Data Center Frontier Show. T5 is a leading data center owner and operator that has built more than 4 million square feet of data center space and currently operates over 550 megawatts of mission-critical infrastructure. T5's purpose-built design, superior facilities management, and construction services platform have been perfected through decades of experience delivering world-class data centers to many of the world's best companies, creating the foundation of T5's forever-on performance. T5 is committed to recruiting and retaining the best data center talent in the industry, with more than 60% of its operations team having served in the military and achieving a retention rate of more than 88%. If your company demands forever-on, demand T5. Visit www.t5datacenters.com to learn more. So how is it that Ashburn, Virginia became the internet's boomtown? Ashburn sits atop the world's densest intersection of fiber networks, making it an ideal location to store and distribute data. It's unique in its connectivity, and that's why all these data centers are in town, really laying the, the physical foundation of the digital economy. Ashburn is about 30 miles west of Washington in Loudoun County, Virginia. 30 years ago, uh, Ashburn was primarily farmland and open space. Over time, it has uh, developed into the place where all the networks meet. This process got underway in the early days of uh, the IT infrastructure for the U.S. government agencies. Uh, they wanted to be close to Washington, D.C., where they, the government is, is focused. So Northern Virginia seemed like an ideal location uh, to begin to add uh, data storage. So over time, we saw uh, one of the Internet's first major interconnection points uh, emerge in uh, Ashburn, and it was known as May East. Uh, it was one of two primary data hubs in the early days of the Internet, along with May West. May East was located in a building operated by uh, UUNet, which is now uh, a, a Verizon campus uh, right along uh, Loudoun County Parkway in the, in the center of Ashburn. On the other side of the country, uh, most of the interconnection was handled at a building uh, called the Market Post Tower in San Jose. If you've ever been to downtown San Jose, you might notice a, a, a building with a lot of gold-colored glass on the outside. You can't tell it from, from the exterior, but that is actually one of the uh, pioneering facilities in the early days of the internet. So 
When the web was young, if there were major network problems, it was often because of some kind of uh, snafu at either May East or May West. Ashburn really began its evolution into data center alley around 1998 when uh, two things happened. One is that a service called America Online uh, became uh, a really uh, gained critical mass. It became the way that most people in America were getting onto the internet. It was a sort of first step for uh, people to understand the internet and begin experiencing online services. And uh, uh, America Online had... Uh, a bunch of offices in Ashburn. Uh, it uh, created a data center there that has become known as the You've Got Mail data center and is uh, now operated by uh, uh, Stack Infrastructure. Uh, the other big event that happened was in, in 1998, uh, a startup known as Equinix built its first data center, providing a carrier neutral facility where companies could connect their networks with one another and uh, tap into internet backbones. So the concept of carrier neutrality is pretty important. Um, it uh, emerged after many years in which most of the, the data center connectivity in a facility uh, was often provided by one carrier, well, you know, one of the, the Bell networks. And uh, the uh, Telecom Act of 1996 made it possible for uh, much more competition. And folks running data centers who wanted to tie all their networks together, wanted to look for facilities where they could access not just one or two or three providers, but as many as possible. And the best way to do this was a carrier neutral facility where lots of different uh, networks could uh, have service to the building and connect with customers inside. As it grew, the Equinix campus quickly became uh, the web's busiest meeting place and really creating a, a powerful network effect in which each new connection added value uh, and enhanced the digital ecosystem. So we begin to see the network effect kick in, and this helped Equinix experience rapid growth, and it soon began building additional data centers on its campus in Ashburn. This is a good time to discuss the most important factor in real estate, location, location, location. Soon, other people wanted to be close to the Equinix campus and all of the networks inside it. So we began to see other data centers spring up in the area of the neighborhood right around Equinix, you know, where some of the, the largest data centers uh, have uh, been built and, uh, and are currently operating. There's a couple of factors that have really helped propel growth in Ashburn and in Northern Virginia more broadly. The first is the availability and price of power. As we noted, data centers need an extraordinary amount of electricity, and power in Northern Virginia is more affordable than most other parts of the Northeast, particularly New York and in Boston, which have enormous business activity, but you see power costs that could be twice or three times what you might pay in Ashburn in some cases. The local utility and its understanding of the industry also matters. Uh, Dominion Energy is one of the most effective utilities in working with data center customers to ensure that they have the power they need when they need it. We talked a little bit about the number of servers that go into these facilities. And when you're investing hundreds of millions of dollars to buy all this hardware and to put it into a building, the tax environment matters because you pay taxes on these uh, uh, on the, the servers. 
In Virginia, data center companies receive exemptions for sales and use taxes if they invest more than $150 million in computer equipment and software. Uh, The state of Virginia recently extended those incentives to run through 2035, which helps ensure that the the state can be competitive and it gives data center operators uh, long-term visibility into what their um, tax costs are going to be. This has been uh, obviously a welcome development for most folks in Loudoun County, but it's not like there hasn't been feedback about the presence of data centers. Uh, Recently, we wrote a story that uh, got uh, probably as much reaction as as any we've written in a long time about uh, discussions by Loudoun County officials about the appearance and design of data centers. Uh, It became a controversy as the company, as as the county was preparing its, uh, its updated regional development plan. When we come back, we'll talk about data center design uh, and the current uh, discussion in Loudoun County, both among the residents and officials and among the data center community. We'll be right back. While we're on the subject of data centers and real estate, I wanted to let you know about some free resources that we provide here at Data Center Frontier that can help you understand some of the intricacies of data center markets and the topic of geography. We've teamed with the folks at Data Center Hawk to create data center market reports for each of the major data center locations in the United States. As an example, we have a market report about Northern Virginia, which is the area that we're talking about today. Our most recent report focuses on Silicon Valley and data center activity in Santa Clara and the towns around it. With each of these market reports, we provide an overview of the major trends influencing data center activity in that market. We look at some of the uh, data about supply and demand in that market and how many megawatts are available, how many are under construction, and how much development is planned in the future. We take a look at the, the business economics in the area. We look at things like disaster uh, scenarios, uh, the cost of power, what the tax incentives might be. And we conclude with an overview of the providers that are doing business in that service area. So if you want to understand more about the particulars of what defines the data center opportunity in a particular market, I'd invite you to go to Data Center Frontier uh, sign up for our white paper library, and you can there you can get uh, free downloads of all of the data center market reports we've prepared. You can find more information and, and links on our show notes, which are at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast. Data centers have been good for Loudoun County. Taxes from the data center industry are expected to surpass $250 million in 2019. That's more than a quarter billion dollars to support the local economy, which has helped keep the tax rate lower for Loudoun County residents, has helped the county improve its schools and begin a full-day kindergarten program, and to hire more than 200 county workers. Residents like the economic benefits of data centers, to be sure, but sometimes they're not entirely thrilled with the appearance of these buildings. Data centers have security gates, 
and equipment yards where cooling towers and water tanks might face the roads. And sometimes the buildings can look like long, boxy, concrete bunkers. The bottom line, local residents would like more attractive buildings and better landscaping. Some history is in order. Data centers are optimized for uptime and security, not making the cover of Architectural Digest. In the early days of the industry, customers wanted them to be as anonymous as possible, a a practice known as security through obscurity. As a result, developers avoided any features that would attract attention to the building and often sought locations that were deep inside business parks, uh, sites with a low profile, and, and sometimes deep setbacks from local roads so that people couldn't see the buildings at all. Things began to change as the internet grew and data centers emerged as major economic development engines. For many officials, data center projects became symbols that a town was making a successful transition to the new digital economy. It becomes hard to stay anonymous when local officials want to hold press conferences spotlighting your business as a sign of economic progress, as well as when states and towns are beginning to offer substantial tax incentives. It's also particularly hard to maintain a low profile once you have dozens of data centers clustered together along the major road through a particular town. That, of course, is what we see in Ashburn, Virginia. Some data center operators have focused on design and have sought to create data centers with a little bit more visual flair. You see, you know, ponds and fountains and brightly colored exteriors and and more glass facades. But others continue to build huge structures where the primary visual interest consists of different shades of gray. That provides some context for a recent debate on the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors, which discussed whether to add additional steps to the approval process to ensure the visual appearance of data centers was improved. One of the supervisors noted that in all of the discussions he'd had with local residents, their number one complaint was the appearance of data centers, not tolls, not traffic, but that they thought data centers were ugly. So other supervisors acknowledged that the data center industry has had some problems in the past, but felt that they've made significant progress on designing better buildings And the entire board was mindful of the economic windfall uh, that residents have experienced from the presence of data centers. $250 million a year is hard to be upset about. The end result was a commitment to include performance-based design guidelines in future zoning measures, with the data center industry being actively involved in the discussion and the negotiation of the new uh, guidelines. You can read more about this on Data Center Frontier, where we have a story about Loudoun County and its, uh, and its government design process. Now, some folks in the data center industry welcome the community focus on design and creating better looking buildings. Others find residents' complaints about visual design annoying and suggest that what it really means is that residents don't fully appreciate the industry's enormous investment in the region and the contributions they make to the local economy. 
Still others complain that the data center industry is effectively being singled out and held to a higher standard than other local uh, buildings, including big box retail stores and warehouses that present a very similar appearance. What's clear is that the days of anonymity are over. Data centers have become an important part of their community. As Buddy Reiser notes, the data center industry has been a good neighbor in Loudoun County. But even the most important economic engines in the local economy have to be active stewards of their reputations. As we see data center clusters in more places, the industry's profile will only increase. At Data Center Frontier, we'll be paying close attention to these trends as we continue to tell the story of the data center industry, one podcast at a time. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast was brought to you by T5 Data Centers. Contact T5 today and begin a conversation about how T5 can accommodate your custom-built data center facility. Learn more at www.t5datacenters.com. T5, forever on. Thanks for listening to the Data Center Frontier Show. You can find the show notes for this episode at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast, including links to the resources Rich has mentioned. Be sure to subscribe to the Data Center Frontier Show at Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or where you find your podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends or share about it on your social channels. You can always find us on the web at datacenterfrontier.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Until next time.